Wait, don't start the podcast from here. Cause I've no already started. Yeah, but like edit all this out. <laughs> Why is that? It's so, it's so shit. Like, um, my New Year's resolution was to have some sort of quality control with my podcasting. Yeah. And I don't want you to mess that up for me. <laughs> I apologize. Um, but this is not going to be the episode in which we break our terrible audio streak. Not for you, maybe. No. Hold on. Just let me get a bit comfortable. I was going to make a cup of tea, but then I realized we don't have a kettle. So. Where the fuck are you living that doesn't have internet, doesn't have kettles? Are you in like yeah. a hostel situation? No, I'm, this is my house. This is my room. Oh man, look at that. T-shirts on the walls. My bed. You got a bed, empty as expected. Uh... <laughs> the T-shirts are on the walls to make me feel like I've got art in my house. <laughs> but you, of all your T-shirts, you chose two white ones. You didn't choose any that has any colour or um, patterning or anything. There's a black one there. Well, offensive. Um, welcome. Hello. It's been hey. a while since I've seen you. Has it? It's been literally like five months. Have we uh, casted since I got back? Nope. Really? Yep. Not since you've moved, not since you got back from overseas. It was like November last year. Shit. Mm. Oh, when I was in Japan. Correct. When, like you hadn't even gone on the, the biggest part of your trip yet. Holy shit. November 9th is when that episode went up. Wow. Mm, extra, extra crunchy audio there. Yeah, extra cheap headphones. Mm. <laughs> well, it is, it is good to see that you successfully returned from the depths of the Russian wilderness. Yeah, just. Just? Just. Oh, mama. It looked pretty amazing. Yeah, it was good. Does it feel like forever ago? Mm. Sometimes. Um... When I, when I drink, it brings it back a bit better. When you drink? Yeah. Why when is that? Drunk. Because it was like four straight months of drinking constantly? No, because um, it just makes me think about it more. I just try and think about every detail that I can. I don't know. I think it's probably just the reflection. It, uh, it, uh, it broadens your mind to the... Um, to the contemplations of that kind of stuff. Have you got a fucking microphone? Your setup just looks really legit right now. Yeah, it does. Yeah, no, I have the microphone. I'm recording it in two different ways. This is what I've always done. What? Yeah. You're framed well as well. I know. I got my hair done. I um, have a little bit of rouge under my eyes just to bring out my cheeks. And you this did. is how I podcast. You did get your hair done. I did get my hair done. I got That's my hair good. done. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Are you wearing a muscle tee? A muscle tee? Yeah, it looks like a muscle tee. No, I've just put on muscles. This is a regular tee, buddy. No, it's not. I can see the elastic. No, this, this, this is my regular tee. This is that one that has the mountains. Remember that? It's a regular, that's the classic tee. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite shirt. Yeah. I, hey, yours. if you want, I can send it to you. You can put it up on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> for the view of mountains. Yeah, and you can look at it and you can smell it and you can just think, oh, those were the days. I can smell it. How long has it been since I've seen you in person? Uh, it has been 16 months. Shit. Yeah, it was, what, December last year? Shit. Yeah, it's crazy, eh? Because I went bloody home and you weren't bloody there. Bastard. Yeah, you got in on the day that I left. <laughs> I what did. an asshole. I think I saw your plane. <laughs> yeah. I, I tried to wave. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the security jumped in and they thought, what are you doing pointing at that plane? Blur, thanks, ISIS. <laughs> Yeah, they're the ones that really started strengthening all the security at the airports. Um, it's Easter. It is Easter. And much like how Jesus was reborn on Sunday, we have reborn this podcast. 
Um, at least once. Wait, I, to- I told you that I wanted to say that line. Yeah, yeah. Well, you should have fucking jumped in. you said it. Yeah, because I wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. But- it's not like democracy, buddy. If there's a line that needs saying, you're going to get in there quick. You changed. I have changed. I have. This is not a muscle tea. Are you doing anything for the this um, religious weekend? No, not really. I just got back in from like a day trip, so uh, given the opportunity to go and see a bit of uh, the South Island of New Zealand, I wandered out on a um, kind of two hundred k loop around Christchurch and stopped off at various nice little towns and stuff. It's cool. Ah, oh, cool. By yourself? Yeah. It was nice. Put on the music, blasted really loud, sang along. It's yeah. Awesome. It's like 24 today, so it's just gorgeous. Um, what time is it there? 6.20 p.m. Two hours in front of you. Oh, really? Yeah. 6.20, oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. What about yourself? Yeah. Are you, have you, I assume you went to early mass this morning? Yeah, I went to Pentecostal service. Mm. Reenacted the 12 deadly sins. Yeah, did they let you do the bit with the boulder? Or was it like a kid that got to do that? No, they let me do the boulder bit. Oh, I mean, nice. They know that. They know that's my bit. Yeah. Um, you've been, you've been very assertive about that in the past, which you know has paid off. Yeah. Um, they did want a change of pace. They had a. Um, usually, I play Jesus. Oh yeah. Uh, they got a girl to play Jesus. Well, this time. That seems. I have a beard. <laughs> that seems actually. Offensive on multiple levels. That just seems like classic PC feminism, you know, exactly. rewriting these classic, you know, literature icons just so yeah. that a woman can come in and, you know, claim stake to it. What's exactly. the world coming to? It's, uh, I mean, it's... Did you at least get to be like a Roman? I played Doubting Thomas and oh. I hate that character. <laughs> he's, he's such a downer. You really wish he had a little bit more, like, faith, you know? Yeah. He's got no... He's got no uh, common sense. Um, he doubts a lot. Doubting Thomas. And that's probably where that came from. Yeah. Um, he's just... He's a depressing character. Yeah. But well, I gave it my best. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I'm sure the agents in the audience will see that you actually brought a quiet stoicism to the role that, Thank you know, you. Um, will translate into other opportunities. You know, everyone, everyone expects Jesus to be the showy part, but, you know, everyone's yeah. playing Jesus these days, you know. Um, you want someone who can handle, like, the character roles. Uh, you, you're like a character actor. Um, you yeah. know, you're the Margot Martindale of... Um, you know, I suppose Pentecostal church recreations. Yeah, but I mean, that's I don't a know great who place the, to be. That is, but yeah, who's Margot Martindale? Character actress Margot Martindale. It's a New Zealand actor, isn't it? No, it's not. She's wonderful. She's she's American. It's great. You have to look her up. Oh, and wow. clearly, you have to watch BoJack Horseman. Yeah, I didn't really love that. Yeah. I don't know. Will Ar- Will Arnett peeves me a bit. Does he? Yeah. Have is you it because of his sound? I think that he's just like, I, I can kind of tell what he'd be like in real life. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't like it. I know have what you mean. Fl- have you seen Flaked? No. Which one's Flaked? Yeah. That just came out, it's, didn't it? Yeah. It's rubbish. Well, have I you didn't seen like it. Baskets? Yeah. Fuck, that's a good show. It's a great show. Yeah. That... Also, um, Horace and Pete. Yeah, I've got the first one there. I have had too many shows to watch, but I'm looking forward to catching up on it. Real good. Yeah, no, I've heard really good things. Very good. Welcome to Deep Four, everybody. Um, This is a a podcast. I I thought we'd just jump in there with that bit before we got too far along the line. Uh, Mm -hmm. But, you know, every now and then, these days, we just jump onto the old internets and we, we have a phone call and we record it. And sometimes it's about things, and mostly it's about us. And it's always about us. What? It's a shit podcast. What? Like, it, it, who would listen to this garbage? No one listens to it. 
No one. Is, we've lost all momentum now. This is. I love the fact that we. Like we know that we're only. Podcasting to our friends. Yeah, if that. But we never really acknowledge. Them, which we should. Yeah. Fuck them. And you know we kind of act like we've got a, like a large global audience. I will say. I will say. Two or three weeks ago, we had one new like on our Deep Thought profile page on Facebook. Mm. So if you're out there, buddy, I apologize. Yeah, I haven't liked it yet. You haven't liked it yourself. I hadn't liked it yet. I just remember. (laughs) Yeah. It'd be great if after all this time, like, oh, there's some action on the Facebook. Oh, fuck, Michael, really? Mm. I unliked it and then liked it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's reasonable. I mean, we hadn't posted a podcast in three months. So no. that's fair. Um, but, you know, if you're out there, buddy, one solitary person who somehow found this in the middle of the longest drought in podcasting history, um, you know, good job. Well done. Your, your patience and, and support has been rewarded with a new episode. Can, <laughs> can spam bots... <laughs> say thank you yeah no um no also, you're not you're not supposed to just answer it's a it's a rhetorical it's a philosophical oh you're meaning in this in a kind of um as a movian do androids dream of electric sheep kind of way you know there's no answer yeah i love it when you interpret my very simple idea as like a really complex one and then that's like the 1700s when the you know the rose war came in and and, you know all the complexities of the inter-european kind of dynamic came in and it's just like oh you know all these different dynamics dynamics yeah um, the the dynamic age the systemic issues like and then the pope said we have someone has to put a stop to this there are too many dynamics in the kitchen you know, there was one coming from one way and then like a different, like a contrary dynamic. Yeah. And um, then friction. There was friction. As a result of that. Yeah. And there we, was conflict. And that's how we discovered physics. That was physics. That was the start of physics. That's from that point onwards. Uh, I mean, we owe a lot to, um, to that kind of era. And uh, that's how we got iPhones. So this is a podcast in which we talk about random things. Uh, this is the voice of a gentleman named Nick, and opposite me, through the internet, is Michael Zabrecki. Is Michael Zabrecki. Is Michael Zabrecki. Michael Zabrecki. So, sorry, say it at the Brian. same time with me, it's Michael Zabrecki. Brian. No, say it at the same time as me, it's Michael Zabrecki. Say it at the same time as me. Nope. It's <laughs> I don't Michael Zabrecki. Say, say okay. it, just say it like at the same time when I say it, it's Michael Zabrecki. This is fun for no So just said just said at the same time as me. It's it's Michael Zabrecki. Oh god. How long will you go on with this? Well, that's if you just say it at the same time as me. Nicholas. Sitting through the it. internet is Michael Zabrecki. So just say it just say it at the same time as me. It's Michael Zabrecki. So you're having a drink. <laughs> having a drink, Michael. You can't say it at the same time if you're having a drink, can you? So shit. Shut. Michael Zabrecki. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Oh, I've missed you, mate. It's been way Uh, too long. So long. So talk to me about this. All of a sudden, you're in fucking Melbourne. Yeah. Why? How? When? Just woke up one day. And you were in Melbourne? Um... Pretty much. Just so you woke up, at, is that yeah. genuine? You actually woke up and decided just on a whim? Yeah. Yeah. Out of nowhere? Or is it something that you'd kind of, you'd been feeling like you needed to make a change? I came back from overseas for a couple of weeks and then got really bored in Adelaide and then I was like, oh, I need to do something else. Other than being Adelaide, felt too stagnant there. Hmm. So I decided to move, and now I'm studying. Yeah, you're back at uni. Back at uni. So you finished anthropology, didn't you? Yes. And so what made you go, I need to do more of more of the study? Uh, basically the lack of jobs for anyone with a generalist degree. Yeah. Um, 
needs to sharpen the pencil a little bit. So, generally, I always wanted to do journalism. Mm. And how have so, you found it? It's intense, but it's a it's a good course. Intense. Course. I wouldn't have expected um, journalism has a kind of intensity to it. Certainly, from my experience of the media degree, it was fucking wankery. But journalism has mm. has what lots of hands-on kind of stuff like you're doing lots of writing yeah a lot of writing uh, and the course is really geared towards you know uh, placing you at the end of the degree and it's a one-year degree so they're packing a lot in oh shit okay because it's like fast fast tracking right because it's a post-grad thing so yeah let's not talk about this i know i want to talk about this what because you have it's not boring i haven't spoken to you in forever and you have Moved cities, gone back to study. Uh, you're a different person now. Yeah, and I got You've a, changed. I got, a hair, I got two haircuts the other day. <clears throat> oh, this is a, this is a story. So I didn't. I don't have much money, and I my hair was getting really shaggy, and uh, so I went. I was walking past uni, and there was this like a student barber shop, and basically you can get a hair, ten dollar haircut, but they just. The you person doesn't know what they're doing yet. No, they've been hairdressing for like two or three weeks. Yeah. Um, so I was like, that's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> and the, the guy took like an hour, really nice guy, but he basically did not cut it. He didn't, he didn't change my hair. He just like played it really safe. And so I went back the next day to a different student barber. <laughs> to the same site, but to a different person? No, different one. Different one. A, how how many student barbers are there around the place? Eleven. Eleven? And, um, Man, you really went over all the options before deciding on this first one. That's bad luck, really. Yeah. Uh, basically, I paid the same... I got, And then I got a really shitty haircut from the next one. She took too much off. <laughs> it's just... It's a whole thing, you know. Nothing's easy. I think your hair looks like it always does. It's because there's no light in here. Yeah, you should take all those t-shirts off the window. Yeah. It does look a bit like a drug den in here. So why are you avoiding talking about the changes? Because we should uh, we should talk about... Um, like, because our last few podcasts have just been about, like, just talking, us yeah. making each other off. Like, yeah. It's, uh, it's what I look know. forward to. Yeah, well, we we let's let's talk about like like one of those old podcasts. Okay, okay. So, what let's do you want to talk about? Back. Yeah. So, what's the theme? <laughs> now you make me look like a villain. No, no. I, I look. I, I I'm more than happy. Let's 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 talk about a subject. Let's talk about something with philosophy and ex- Are you going to smoke inside your bedroom? Yeah. Oh man. I was hoping that that would be one of your personality changes. What? You stop smoking. Maybe if you stop smoking, you'd afford a decent haircut. That's not a personality change. It That's, is. This is a health. It is emotional change. Trust me. Is it? You'd level out, man. Are you being serious about that? I'm being serious. I'm sure that your personality would change. How? Because it's a it's a drug. It it affects the way that your body reacts to things how would that change my personality oh no maybe it'd be more chill maybe it'd be like more happy i don't know it's it's it's, you can't deny that cigarettes do shit to people i reckon i'd be unhappy yeah momentarily and then you would stop being unhappy no i wouldn't (laughs) well yeah that's that's probably an exaggeration Um, that's interesting now you, you, you I, I was hoping that you would be you you'd have taken up smoking. <laughs> yeah, that's how I got all gaunt and, and like jaundiced. Jaundiced. Uh, yeah. Aren't you Mr. Writer Pants with all his <laughs> vo- vocabulary? Uh, just keep a thesaurus by me during all podcasts in case I um, you know, need to sound impressive. <gasps> New podcast name. Okay. Thesaurus, capital S, capital T, Thesaurus. 
What are we thinking about that? Is this um, one of those times where your face is not telling how you really think? <laughs> yeah. See, the, the kind of, like, disbelief and, like, immense sadness that my face is showing is actually hiding the fact that I think that's a great name, Michael. I think we should rename it for from this point onwards. Well, maybe we just for a different podcast. Are, are you still doing another podcast? No, I haven't been doing another podcast. Yeah, because yeah. didn't make it, did it? <laughs> Big, do it without your boy, Mikey. Could you? <laughs> um, yeah, just, you I'm need just, me, uh, buddy. You need me. Damn it. He's pointed out the one four on my plan. Um, your plan to take over podcasting. podcasting yeah. Um, you Facebooked with a theme. What, what did you just mention a minute ago? Um, Easter. Easter, yeah. Yeah, and there was something yeah. about that. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Why do you want to talk about forgiveness? Because that was literally the first thing that I thought of after Easter. Because Easter should be about forgiveness. Is that what Easter is about? Is that actually what the message of Easter is? No, Easter is about chocolate. Well, I mean, obviously that's that's the the primary focus. But in terms of that story of Jesus' resurrection, it's not about forgiveness, is it? Isn't it about like the... The trials real... suffered by Jesus in um, in um, uh, in place of everyone else on earth, like he suffered think, so that we don't have to. I think it's about God just performing a massive guilt trip on all of humanity. <laughs> yeah. God's biggest guilt trip. I killed my son for you, cunts. We didn't ask you to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But do you think that he's then... So, like, Jesus forgives them for killing him, right? Forgives his, his, his papa? No, forgives his murderers. Isn't that the idea? Like, he uh, he's like, oh, they, those guys did what they have to do, but, like, I'm... I'm a superhero, so I'm all good. Like I got better, but you know, like it's cool I'm guys. I'm taking the high road. Yeah, like he's being a bit of, like a, a bit like smarmy about it. He's like, yeah, no, no, guys, I forgive you. Like I know that you had to like murder me and shit, but it's cool, man. We're cool. We're bros. Um, don't even worry about it. <laughs> don't even worry about it. Like the whipping, like. Don't even worry about like the fucking the nails. Yeah, the nails. Like, yeah, I mean, you, you know, guys, you guys totally put like it. nails in my hands, like just right really through the middle aggressive. of them. But don't even worry about that. Just don't even worry, don't guys. Don't even worry about like, that. Like that's cool. Like obviously, you know, that, that really I really didn't do anything. Really, wrong, hurt. I mean, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I don't mean, worry about it. Just had and there was a, like that crown. I don't know if you noticed, but like that, that, that crown that you put on, like it had all thorns and shit in it, and it was like really cut into my scalp. Like I was bleeding, guys. But don't even worry. Like it's cool. Like just like we're we're past it. I'll be I'll be the big man. You know, you guys just like totally cool. Apology accepted. We're good. Like, uh, cool. So we're good, Jesus. Are we are we still cool to get into heaven after this, or is this like oh. Oh, he- oh, you wanted to get into heaven, did you? Yeah, because that's the main thing. Like, if you forgive us, that's fine, but... Yeah, that's I'm... that's true, actually. Yeah, if I if forgive I you straight into... up to heaven. Oh. Is that true? Oh. Yeah, so, because, so, you know... Yeah, like, don't I answer, totally... Don't answer now. Don't answer now. Talk to, talk to Papa Bear. Yeah, I mean, with, with the Trinity thing, like, we're all here right now. So it's like, I have been talking, and he's like, The whole also panel me. is there? All three okay. of us. It's like The Apprentice... Uh, we've been, you know, keeping an eye on what you've been up to. Is this something we should get a lawyer for? Like, uh, I mean, did... the... look, it wouldn't hurt, obviously, because you did kind of murder someone. And I'm not saying that, like, just to be a douche, but, like, you totally did, like, kill me. Um, yeah. But, like, I get it. It was like you were just in that place and, you know, you need to like get something off your chest. Mob mentality. Mob mentality. Um, like, once one guy has yeah. a pitchfork, it's like everyone's going to get their pitchforks. You don't want to just be you. leaving your bro with one pitchfork. It's like, come on, guys, join in. Yeah. Um, um, I, I, if I didn't actually personally whip you that hard. So I, I know that, like, right. sometimes in these kind of murdery kind of situations, you know, people join in, but, like, maybe they're firing, like, a blank 
in like a firing squad, or maybe like they've got a whip which is like made of like leaves rather than like kind of leather and stuff. So yeah, like I guess if you're the guy that had like it didn't really like, get into it, that, you know, that there's something to talk about. I was totally not into it. It's, it's weird though because I was just speaking to. To Dave and Dave said that he was the one that was not into it. Dave, Dave is a fucking liar. Dave is. Well, first of all, his wow. name's Dave. Yeah. Where it's like it's two thousand BC. It's two thousand BC. That's Who not right at all. It's, called... it's like zero Who BC, the... isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't so matter. That's your first we... problem. It doesn't You're acting like it's two thousand BC when it's actually zero, and you guys are like well, it's like twenty one, right? Like it's. This dude, like, I'm 21, it's my 21st birthday, you guys are being a bit of a dick, but, like, it's cool, I know that, you know, people get rowdy, but you're acting but you... a bit like it's 2000 BC, do you know what no, I mean? No, it's, it's 33 AD. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, uh, 33 you... or whatever. You know, I'm having my 33rd I mean... birthday. But Things we don't know out that... of hand. We don't know that it's 33, we're not counting No, I've been counting. Point. I don't know if you know this, but... Since, like, the day of my birth, I just started counting. Every day, I just on, add on a number. On what? <laughs> just to my Sorry. age. You know, I just, I just, I just go around you... and I tell people how long it's been since my birth. <laughs> You're an egomaniac, mate. No, well, I mean, it's, it's the whole Trinity thing again. Like, if I had to actually write it down myself, it'd be, like, a real pain in the ass to keep track of how long it's been. But because I've got, like, the whole, like, heavenly spirit thing... Most, I don't know if you know this, but most of what the Heavenly Spirit does is just kind of like accountancy. Just, you know, keeping tabs on, you know, financial ins and outs, you know, how, how long many days it's been since I was born, you know, right. um, you know tax you're returns. Like, you're sounding like a real pretentious asshole, Jesus, if, if, I, if I may say. Well, I have to say, um, weren't you the one that murdered me? So that's a bit of a, that's a, bit of a, a, a black starting, pot. Starting to feel okay about that. Actually. Damn it. Yeah. Damn. This is, you know, well, you're the one that wanted to get into heaven. That's all I'm saying. Not like this. I forgive you. Not like this. Um, uh, when you said that you wanted to talk about forgiveness, I was like, ooh, is he expecting forgiveness from me? Or are you wanting ooh. me to confess to something that you can forgive? If I can get forgiveness out of you for something, I would take it. Oh, I don't know. Don't what, what are some of your sins? Oh, no. I meant, can I forgive you for something? <laughs> That's the opposite. That's the opposite. I'd love to forgive. Uh, what, have I, what have I done to offend you? I, uh, you know, I could have been a better friend. I could have offered you more, like, suggestions of cafes in Melbourne. You know, like, I know that it's, like, a big kind of food central place, but I didn't offer you any thoughts on, like, where to get a latte or, you know, uh, what kind of Metro Pass to get. Yeah. And that's, that's my bad. Um, all right. Um, I'll think of something that I, I, you can forgive me for. Mm -hmm. um, oh, okay. I started up a website mm -hmm. uh, that basically portrays you as a white supremacist. Sorry? A white supremacist. Uh, someone who thinks that white people should rule the, the world. You set up a website which portrays yeah portrays me as a white supremacist. Yeah, it's more of a Kickstarter thing. Um, a Kickstarter? You're making money off the idea that I'm a white supremacist? Yeah, it's basically funding to stop you from uh, white supreming all over the place. You're, you're, so you've got multiple people to donate money based yeah. on the idea that I'm going around and yeah. white supreming all over the place. Yeah. So what, what yeah. do you offer your backers? What are, you, what are you doing with this money? I just said that I'll put a stop to it, but I need money to do it. Well, I don't think it's wrong if I like... Because, see, I started a website yeah. saying white, like, white people are better than black people. But yeah, not in like a racist way, just in like a, because of the color of their skin, yeah, they are lesser than us. No, I, I actually agree with you. I just don't think you should do it. Oh, just like, 
as like a strategic decision. Like maybe not make a website about it, maybe launch like a white supremacy podcast or something like that. We could we could possibly do that. Because we're both very white people. I've got a bunch of money now. What? So, yeah, we could... How many people have donated to stop me from expressing my freedom of speech? 17. 17 people? Yeah. How much did they pay each? Um, most of them didn't pay anything. They just sent well wishes. Wow. I got a subscription as well. I said I didn't put like a minimum that you could donate. Sure. It was like a choose what you want to pay to stop like racism. Yeah. Um, well, that, that, that comes as a bit of a shock, I have to say. You know, and you know, you, I know that we're just like, we're doing... I forgave you though. I forgave you. What? I forgave you. Why? No, no, you don't, no, you don't. You set up a website which painted me as a white supremacist. And I'm asking for your forgiveness. Why Why would I forgive that? That's a horrible thing to have done. Because I forgave you. That's how forgiveness works. Just because I think that, you know, Asian people shouldn't be allowed into the country doesn't well, mean that, that I'm like a white supremacist. I mean, if anything, I'm just a anything else that isn't me supremacist. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, don't characterize me as white. You don't know what my racial heritage is. You know, um, I'm offended. Like, why, can't, why don't you hear about black supremacy as much? You know, where are those people that, that are like, you know, they think that they're yeah, better than some. Maybe I'm actually a black supremacist and you're judging me based on the color of my skin. I yeah. actually think that black people are better than white people. So you've got that 100% backwards, my friend. I actually think Down syndrome people are better than everyone. Well, I think they we all know that. They can't process everything. Um, I wonder if um, people with Down syndrome see race. I bet you they don't. We'll start a Kickstarter and we'll investigate. Um, I wonder if they do. Well, they're not very, they're not very well known for their um, social interaction skills, so they may well not even not register it as, a, as an issue of contention. <laughs> did you just did you just say cunts? <laughs> oh man I just want to go on the record to say that Down syndrome people are cunts wow that's yeah. that's certainly not a um, a, a voice uh, clip that's going to come back and bite you <laughs> it probably will it really will yeah. like because you know, I post this up on the website. If I become president one day, yeah. If I become the president of the United States, oh man, that I is a fucked up kind of race at the moment. I can't yeah. believe that Donald Trump is is legitimately the forerunner. You kind of want to see what happens. Though. No, no, no. See, that's the fucked up. See, you're the problem. <laughs> this is your fault. This is your fault. <laughs> you are responsible for this. You don't you? Don't want to see it. what's going to happen. I That's do, fucked though. up. This is the I same do. part of you that watches the kind of exploitative, like, you know, beheading videos and that kind of shit. That's the same part of you which is like, I just want to see it. I just want to know. Yeah, I do. No, the, the world is worse for his presence. I know, but it's funny. Yeah, What's it's, better? It's, funny or actual better? Better. <laughs> better funny. is better. Funny is better than better. Is what about if we had a stand-up comic as the president who was both better but also funny? Nah, I want Trump. <laughs> oh, man. He's so immune want... to all facts. I, did you read that article talking about what it was like to be on the, like the press tour, or like the presidential tour as a member of the press? No, I didn't. Oh, it's like they lock the journalists into this cage in the middle of the arena uh, where they're not allowed to exit until Donald Trump's left the building and they don't get to ask him any questions and if they do yell out any questions or whatever he completely ignores it and he just like tells lie after lie after lie which is irrefutable but the journalists have come to this point where they've kind of given up on trying to fact check everything he says because the people that follow him don't care about the facts so it's 
and the people who don't want to vote for him know he is a like a complete liar. So it's for no one's benefit to keep calling out all the inaccuracies and crazy statements that he makes. So he wins. Well, uh, I just have to hope that the more, and this is a ridiculous term, the more moderate um, of the um, Republican Party, i.e. the less crazy side of the Republican Party, will try and block it as a nomination in some form. Well, they, they were saying, there was one article that said that it's possible that the um, Republican nominee is not even running at the moment. Really? Yeah. How do you mean? Like, they'll, they'll, they'll just give it to someone else. They can, they can give it to someone else. They don't necessarily need to be running. Wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah. It's, um, that, would be, that would be a bummer. I really, I, I really do want Sanders, though. Like, he, he, he would be more interesting than, than Trump. And, yeah. And better, and better. I know that there's a lot of, like, support behind his movement. And I know that, um, like, I do believe, on the whole, that his presence in the race has um, benefited the Democratic Party by pushing but... um, Hillary out more to the left on important issues. Yeah. Um, but it's I don't not think likely. He, he can't win. Like just mathematically, no. I think it's just impossible. Um, any sort of rational examination of his numbers just doesn't seem likely to to get him over the line. But yeah. um, it has been beneficial to um, see Hillary forced to take more liberal stances on things, and it's probably a good practice to uh, for her to have a decent um, opponent coming into this ridiculous fight against Trump, which is inevitable. But I don't yeah. know if, if Sanders is actually the guy to to take the presidency. Like, I, I, I there's a lot of uh, uh, understandable backing behind him for being an independent and for being, you know, so saying stuff about the power that corporations have and all that kind of stuff. But I think Hillary has, a, has an actual experience and... Um, and Vagina. She has a vagina, and that's what the White House needs at the moment. Very diplomatic of you. I don't know that it um, is. Will you be voting in the Australian election? Yeah, I actually, I, I deliberately put um, a change to my electoral address to make sure that I get a postal vote. Now, that's a tough one as well. Because yeah, it's, it's, the you know, you've got two evils there, I feel like to choose from yeah but it's interesting now that they've changed the voting process to um, yeah that's that's uh to cut out like ridiculous um uh like trickle up down party like voting kind of thing where all the preferences flow into some weird like motorist enthusiasts kind of party now is is, is that going to be beneficial to the average joe it's interesting, uh, uh, you know, the way that I haven't read it up 100% on, um, on how it works, but I take it that you will now be able to um, do some above the line preferencing um, and that under the, like below the line, you'll be able to have a little bit more um, leeway, you know, so that if you fuck up or you don't number like all 100 boxes below the line, it... Um, yeah, it's more forgiving of that. So if it encourages people to actually vote for the people they want to rather than vote for the lesser of two evils because they feel that um, voting for um, some third party that won't win um, could actually end up with a weird outcome like the motorist party getting in, uh, then I'm all for it, you know. Okay. Mm. Do you know, do, do you vote above the line or below the line? Uh, above. I don't know. I don't have the. Uh, I'm only just starting to really get into politics, Australian politics now, because of because um, of uni, because mm. I have to, um, and it's not as dull as I thought it it would be. No, well, there's a lot of parallels in the way that the Australian system is at the moment to other like places around the world, with this kind of very conservative uh, movement coming through and and like austerity measures and all that kind of thing facing off against uh, a more liberal um, 
movement. But the only problem is that um, labor has been functionally non-existent for the past three years, four years probably, um, and haven't actually been doing their work as an opposition to um, contest against, um, you know, the liberals against any significant issues. So it's a bit of a, uh, I mean, that's why I voted to, for the Greens, because I actually have stances on social issues and things that I care about. But economically, they're not, uh, they're not the greatest party to choose. Greens? Yeah. Yeah, it's true, but at the same time, you know, they are in many ways more future-looking because with their um, focus on, you know, decent NBN infrastructure, um, renewable so energy and that kind of stuff, you actually add yeah. future dollars to your bottom line if you, like, dissociate yourself from oil, money, and, and all those kind of costs of coal. Um, well, I'm sure... Who did your dad vote for? Because I, I'm oh, getting, like, a lot, sure. of, a, lot of, a lot of people... I mean, your dad is not... Um, I mean, he's a very smart guy. And, you know, I know my parents, they vote liberal and, you know, uh, a lot of people's... It's hard to see... I mean, they understand the the uh, romanticism of uh, of youth and um, not of youth, but from the youth mm-hmm. um, and the idealism that comes through. Yeah, um, with the young young people, and they're more inclined to to vote based on ethical issues rather than really practical ones. Um, and so, I, I'm wary of that. I'm wary of not just being idealistic. Um, Can I tell you that that's the that is the biggest uh, disappointment I suppose that I have in uh, my parents and in in when I came out because despite the fact that their son is being persecuted like actively persecuted um, it depicted you know like the fucking safe schools thing where uh, everyone yeah, voted to stop um, you know transgender kids having access to resources from a counsellor that could advise them about, um, you know, uh, their situation and and how they can, you know, find their sense of identity. And everyone voted against that and it's being demonised because it's fucking apparently pedophilic or some shit, like all that kind of stuff. And, you know, my parents are wonderful people and they have never shown me any kind of prejudice um, about being gay, but it's still stings that they continue to vote liberal and continue to actively persecute um, through that action um, gay people because they you know they're voting for a party that offers them you know some degree of financial benefit as business owners or something like that over the ability of their son to get married or to have Have equal rights have you spoken to them about that i have and you know my mom said that um you know, she thinks that gay marriage is inevitable one day, so she doesn't need to vote for it. She thinks it'll happen eventually, so she's not going to bother voting for it now. Well, she's right in a way. She is right, but it's... But it's not the point. No. And it's, you know, that's that's the one point where I still wish that my parents would actually, you know... Love you. (laughs) Stand up for my rights as someone that's being... Oppressed. I mean, if it's I was funny. parents, I would just vote liberal and then be like, when they come home, be like, who'd you vote for? I'd be like, oh, Greens, Nick, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would prefer to be lied to. Just lie. Yeah. That's what I do to you. Yeah, it's Keeps funny. you happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, the political thing this year, like, it looks like um, uh, Turnbull's going to a double dissolution. So. Um, there's going to be some he's, serious... He's scaredy, boy. He's a bit yeah. scaredy. There's going to be some serious uh, um, changes ahead, I think. So I'm glad that I have put in my electoral uh, registration and make sure that I get a say in it. Good citizen Thank you. Nick. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. So um, you are, what, a third of the way into your year now? You are... You basically are. What? Well, a quarter, I suppose. No. A quarter. You're in Melbourne. You're studying. What are you, how, yeah. how, what are you, what is, what is your direction? What are you working towards? What are you doing? What are you doing with your life, Michael? 
I'm looking to just get a job and start a career. A career? Final, in the... Finally. Yeah. yeah. In a I... journalistic capacity. Hmm. Um, I'm hoping to do music journalism. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is, there's not much money in it, but there are a few positions, and I think, you know, being willing willing to go overseas uh, will help. Yeah. So are you um, are you doing music stuff over in Melbourne? Like recording? Yeah. Or, or playing no, well, or anything? Well, I have. This is. I have my oh, yeah, synth have here, um, but I have nothing to record it on, so that's just Because of your my... laptop issues. Yeah, so uh, that, that I'm just doing that for some relief. Yeah. Um, but eventually I will get my MacBook back and start recording. Yeah. Because we haven't yeah. actually, I think, spoken since the album came out or anything either. Like, you put out, ah. you put out an album. Yeah. How did, how did that go? How did that feel? Uh, yeah, it was good. Um, people, more people bought it than last time. The last that's time. good. Yeah. So that's based on the Bandcamp, yeah. Uh, and I think we put it on iTunes and Spotify as well. So oh that yeah, helped. Do you yeah. Say, tell me what Spotify's like as an experience, like from the uh, band perspective. So, do you get to see how many individual streams you get of tracks and that kind of stuff? Uh, David's running it, so I don't, I don't actually know. Yeah. Um, I, you can, you get to see, mm. but I, I, I haven't personally seen. I can't imagine that there is money coming in off it. It's just an, it's a, 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 a brand profile kind of thing where you get your name out there maybe in some people's suggested music feeds or something like that. Yeah. I think after a certain amount of plays you get, but we get, we're getting paid like APRA royalties, like like a once every what two months or something, which is like significant. Yeah, from what? From like, people like Triple J playing it or something. Yeah, on the radio, or I don't even know where it comes from. You just they, I don't know how they tally it, but sometimes we get bigger checks than other times. Because that's one of the yeah. things that um, we have to do on our show. Because we we play pop music all the time, and we have a blanket license where we can play anything that we want. But then someone has to painstakingly go through every episode and type into a form the exact number of seconds that every item of music was really? played for every part of every show for the entire year. And that gets wow. sent off to Apcom or APRA or whatever it is um, and, well, it's, and tabulated. I, that's weird because I think um, like s- store owners pay, pay uh, to APRA as well and I can't imagine they would be doing that. Well, yeah, I suppose. I think there's probably some things like, you know, with the cinemas, the cinemas had a license to play music. And I imagine that they kind of divvy it up proportionally by some kind of expected amount that any given track would get it because there's no way of knowing like how many plays each individual song's getting in that kind of circumstance. Yeah. Like it'd have to be predictive in some ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To get any um, revenue from... Um, Meiosis, the first album. Yeah, a few people go back. I don't know. How do you feel about that? What are you talking about? About brokers. What are you talking about? Do you get any revenue from Meiosis? Like now? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Oh, um, some. I don't really know. Yeah. I don't know. How do you feel about that album now that it was all done? Like, that was two years of work, yeah? Yeah, I don't really listen to it that much, but um, I'm happy with it. It's good. It's a good album. And the band isn't doing stuff going forward, eh? Nah. You keep saying A. That's like a New Zealand thing. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, Are you making some tunes? Uh, Occasionally. I had a bit of a flurry of it when I got back into Adelaide because I had access to the piano again. But I don't have anything over here other than a laptop. So painstakingly entering things, you know, using a software keyboard to kind of construct stuff is a bit of a pain. Um, But I, um, at Christmas, uh, said that I wanted to uh, 
get a keyboard and, and like my parents had put a bit of money to it, um, which I haven't got yet. But um, Like a digital keyboard? Yeah, just some kind of like keyboard keyboard that I could plug in slash play for my own, you know, as you said, relief um, or, you know, expression. So at some point I'll get to a music shop and um, and pick up something and then I'll have both something to play and something to compose with when plugged into a computer. Text me before you uh, get it. Yeah, I would, I would be keen for your advice. Mm. But like, yeah, I do have, I do have, you know, one song running around in my head at the moment that I'm trying to, like I know it will be cool when I can get around to um, transcribing it, but it's Is like it I'm so white? fucking busy. Sorry? Is it about being white? It's about being white in a black supremacy group. Um, it is it is an it's awkward position. <laughs> but um it's yeah, called, no, it's, it's like called a, mostly ebony and some ivory. <laughs> There's one ivory in the midst of <laughs> one it. One ivory. Yeah. And a lot of ebony's. Yeah. But you know, the show has been so full on this year that like I just don't have spare time for that kind of stuff at the moment. Okay. Are you yeah. still in the same house that you started in? Yeah, same place, yeah. It's um, right. it's good. We have uh, one person just moved out, so there's actually a spare room. So if you're looking for somewhere to stay, um, yeah, got, got I mean, place. it's going to be a longer commute. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uni. I don't know if the Melbourne Metro Pass covers it, but I mean, you could make it work. Where there's a will, there's a where. Whale. It's a whale. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like like our show this year. Um, so we launched a new show. Um, and it's uh, like it sounds obvious, but starting a new show rather than just doing an existing show is so much more work. Like it's yeah. it's crazy. So we're still trying to work out how it all comes together, and you know how What's much. What's the show called? It's called the Adam and Eve Show. Oh uh, um, yeah, and it should be called Adam and Thieve though, right? Well, they make that joke, but um, yeah, oh, it's. Well. Um, it's it, it it has just taken like it's basically the Tonight Show but in the afternoon, so it's like shiny set and like the door that guests come in like that gets yeah like it's kind of like Graham Norton or like uh, the Tonight Show but in the afternoon. Oh, that's um, so cool. So it's yeah, it's a lot more flash and like classy and shiny black floor and everything this year. Um, and so, so do, is your role just to write for the show, or what? What else are you doing? What are your duties? So, I'm I'm the field field side of things. So, we have three researcher writers. Um, one who's who comes in two days a week just to book guests to come into the studio. One who's full time doing everything that happens in the studio. So, all the games and content and stuff that they talk about. And then I'm full time focused on all the field pieces. So, everything that we pre record before we get in. Um, that's my domain. So. Um, you know, that's everything from the weekly serial of like, uh, basically there's a sketch that we do, um, uh, so five minutes every Thursday. Um, so that's me that writes that to, you know, the interviews that we tee up with people and, um, you know, when a guest comes in on the show, we secretly meet with their friends and family and film interviews with them. And then when they come in, we play them the, the embarrassing stuff that we got from their friends and family. Okay. Uh, so all that kind of stuff, um, and you know, any sports segment or festival that we go to, or prank that we play, or you know, all that kind of stuff. That's that's my domain. So. Okay. And how um, much money are you making? I'm pretty comfortable actually. Like I get a decent amount of money. Yeah. How for... much? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, I'm trying to work out whether it's uh, gauche or not to mention. Can, can... Compare it to another profession. Uh, ah, fuck it. I'll just say, I make a grand a week in New Zealand dollars. Really? Yeah. That's comfortable. It so is that, very that, comfortable. That's a wage. That's a wage. Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. livable. Um, so, yeah. Um, it. I mean, it comes at the price of working fifty hours a week. So, if you actually do the maths, the the hourly wage is not great, but. Um, it's certainly, uh, 
But you're doing something that you love. Yeah, you exactly. You can't put a price tag on that, Nicholas. You, you can't. You just, you just can't. I'm getting to write ridiculous skits, five-minute comedy skits, and filming them, like, every week. So that's, you know. So jealous of you. It's very fun. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. I know. What a douche. Yeah. Um, so, it, yeah, it's, um, it's just been so much fucking work. <laughs> like, we've already had a resignation from someone who's decided that the work-life balance is too much. And so there's an opening... There's an opening, yeah. Um, yeah. You have to be a DA, though, um, a okay. director's assistant. Do I have to learn what that is first? Probably a good start, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. If I send through, like, a tape, um, like an actual VHS tape of yeah. just some funny shit. <laughs> well, you joke, but actually, until last year, we recorded things to tape, digital tape. Oh, yeah? I didn't realise it was such a thing, but there's digital VHS. I don't, I don't know why, but um, <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, because the way that it works, like we film on Mondays um, and we start recording at 2 o'clock and we record the Monday episode and then at 2.25 that's finished and it gets super ingested up the the line to Auckland, to TVNZ and at 4.30 that same day it goes to air. So right. we um, we basically have the, we're as close to live as you can be without actually being live. So we can talk mm-hmm. about stuff that happened on a Monday morning and it'll go to air on that, on that Monday show. And then That's we do great. the remaining four episodes and it plays out Tuesday to Friday. So uh, that means that like two weeks ago, Eve flew to um, Sydney on a Saturday to interview Jack Black on the Sunday for Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Yeah. And so she went over, she had that interview at about 2 o'clock. She went to the red carpet about 4 o'clock, got on a plane at 5 and flew back to um, Christchurch, got in at about 1.30 a.m. and dropped the tape off. And there were people there waiting at the studio to digitise the disc and get it into the edit suite. Then at 5 a.m. an editor came in and edited the interview together, played it down for the first time at 10 a.m. It was put into that Monday show and went to air at 4.30 that same day. So in the space of 24 hours, Eve had an interview and it went to air, like it was broadcast. When do you get to do the interviewing? Uh, when I become on camera talent, which is not, not something that I'm going to be doing. <laughs> Ever? I reckon you'd be good at it. Yeah, it doesn't really come up. Uh, I'm like two... your mum. It's like, you're the best player on the field. Oh, that's so why nice. Don't they get, why don't they make you the full? I have done like... off-camera interviews. So when we do the behind, like the secret guest interviews, so if we get a star coming in and we chat to them. Is that because you're not good looking enough? For the... Yeah, I don't have the looks. Um, uh, or the voice. They dub over my voice with um, Sean Connery's voice. You're handsome with your words. Aww. You. It's because <laughs> I keep a thesaurus next to me. Uh, <laughs> the, um, Bring it back. I have got a... Um, I am acting. I'm, I'm acting in one of the episodes of Eden Gardens coming up, uh, in really? which I get to become uh, the person I've always dreamed of, Austin. Was that that picture that was yeah. came up? Yeah. Uh, that did not look trailer. like Austin. No, it doesn't. No, it's just named Austin. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Okay. But, um, so I had written a script and there was a character that came into it and then we don't have the budget to hire actors, so <laughs> I ended up having to play it. Um, but, you know, so that'll be all kinds of terrible, but it's good. Okay. I'll be on screen. Well, um I'm living in, like, just down the road from Austin, so maybe we should get one of these things going with, with the man himself. Yeah, well, given he probably has Wi-Fi, that would be a great fucking idea. Look, mate, I will get Wi-Fi. Good, good. I don't, I, so, yeah, I don't even want to know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but we wow. should get, we should, we should, you know, use this momentum. Yeah, yeah. Keep keep it going. Um, keep it rolling. Keep it going because we're both lonely now. Uh, no, no, no. I, I mean, all my buddies at the Black Supremacy Group. We, we like we go out. We you know go to KFC. Um, we <laughs> get some watermelon. <laughs> oh, that's the worst thing I've ever you said. You asshole. That's the worst thing I've ever said. I apologize <laughs> unreservedly. Did you even mean to do that? Yeah, no, I definitely did. Um, oh, which good. is probably we'll, worse. We'll, we'll yeah. double down on it then. Yeah, no. Oh, um, So that's uh, that's about time to wrap up, I think. Um, 
an hour is, is more than enough of this shit, I think. Um, yeah. But uh, if you, for some reason, found this entertaining and want to keep listening to more episodes, you can find it at deepfort.podbean.com. You can send us questions to this email address. It's called deepfort at gmail.com. I haven't checked it in months. You may well have sent us a question, in which case I say, I'm sorry, and please forgive me. Um, we're on Twitter at uh, Deep Fort. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash deepfort. And just generally, you know, get out there. Spread the word. Be that guy that likes our page every three months, you know. Just be that guy. <laughs> be the envy of your all your mates. Yeah, be the envy. Um, Michael, it has been a pleasure to chat to you. You too, man. I'll catch you next week. Catch you on the flip side. For episode two. Episode two. The big two O. Enjoy your Easter. Peace out, bro.